right? So we have this underlying understanding, and this is huge and probably goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. Mm-hmm. Your marriage is a covenant that neither of you are going to leave, mm-hmm. right? It should be. And so if you're afraid that if you say something that your husband or your wife is going to leave you, right, then there's something covenantally that you're not understanding. Right. Because that's not how covenant works. Right. Welcome to the Fierce Marriage Podcast, where we believe that marriage takes a fierce tenacity that never gives up and refuses to give in. Here we'll share openly and honestly about all things marriage, sex, communication, finances, priorities, purpose, and everything in between. Laugh, ponder, and join in on candid, gospel-centered conversations. This is Fierce Marriage. Hi there, welcome to the Fierce Marriage Podcast. Hey everyone. Ryan and Selena here. Hey, it's so good to have you. Thank you for joining us. Excited to be talking about transparency today on our episode. The tools specifically, the tools for transparency. Uh, This has been a topic for us that has been a real game changer um, in, in just... I think in a lot of ways, in our own righteousness, I think in just our how God has been refining and mm-hmm. sanctifying us and, and making honesty a big part of our lives, yeah. uh, an intentional part of our lives. It's not like we were living in a lie, yeah. but um, being intentionally honest right. as a means toward a sanctification. Um, and it's also brought us closer together. Mm-hmm. It's really um, helped us to not, um, I don't know, to not betray each other's trust or anything mm-hmm. like that. So uh, yeah, we're very, uh, this topic's important to us and um, we hope it's also uh, helpful to you. So, right. so yeah, so we, um, but real quick, I think uh, we, I just want to make sure everybody knows we have these two new groups that we created, mm-hmm. Fierce Husbands and Fierce Wives, and they're, they're designed to be uh, kind of a more close knit community online. We have this, our Facebook page, which is kind of our out outward facing. We do broadcasted messages, images, encourage, encouragements versus all that kind of stuff. But this is where people can actually like have more dialogue. That's more kind of, I don't know, behind a closed door. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't replace community. It doesn't replace counseling or anything like that. But uh, it, it's, it's been very interesting. And those two groups are called fierce husbands and fierce wives. Mm-hmm. So Selena, tell me what, what's, what's the last week been like in the fierce wives community? Um, it's been really great. Um, there's been wives that have been ministering to each other, which is really awesome, you know, and there's people sharing about the struggles and there's people that have walked through the struggles. Um, and there's people just kind of praying with each other. We started a prayer request thread. So it's really neat to see how God's working in that and how mm. we're able to see each other kind of through some struggles. It's um, really cool to see. Um, you probably see this too. I see this on the guy's side, but older um, married mm-hmm men and older married women um, are just coming alongside the younger uh, younger wives mm-hmm. and in a lot of cases younger moms um, you know a lot of us if we just if we just get rid of that little bit of pretense yeah uh, you just realize that everybody's kind of just playing playing it by ear right right <laughs> and uh, you know I think the the more uh, mature wiser and a lot of times older um, ladies and men are the ones that kind of see past that facade mm-hmm. quickest mm-hmm. and they kind of help cut to the deepest um, uh, the, the core issues, right? Yeah. So that's been really encouraging. In the Fierce Husbands group, it's uh, it's been a lot of the same. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and we're, I love seeing some of the humor that comes out. We had some guys uh, uh, share some funny images, and um, one of them was like, if you don't want to start an argument, you, your wife can't start an argument with you if you're cleaning the house <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> that's good. And it was a funny, it was a funny picture. It was that's like a funny. meme. I think maybe I should post some of those funny yeah, things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to keep it light. You yeah. know, um, you don't want to be so serious all the time that everybody's afraid to, you know, have a yeah, little bit of humor. So, for sure. but those have been really rewarding. If you want to be a part of that and you're listening to this, you're saying, man, I really need a, a little bit more community. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it won't, 
replace your local church. It won't replace uh, actual friendships and face to face, but it might be just one more step to help you. Um, And that the way to find those groups is you just either search for fierce husbands or fierce wives Mm -hmm. on Facebook, or you just go to fiercewives.com or fiercehusbands.com and you can see some information there. Awesome. so yeah, and then uh, so we so later on, so we're going to talk about tools for transparency today. Mm-hmm. But then after that, we're going to have we have a quick Q and A question. That's a very interesting. Um, yeah, well, it's a good question. I feel like it's kind of come up in different ways, at least in the wives group too. Yeah, it's very relevant, yeah. I think, for a lot of folks. So yeah, with that said, Selena, uh, just real quick, I want to go through our heart check here. So what book is in your hand? Um, I forget the author, but it's called Raising Emotionally Strong Children. And it's Mm. really been good. It kind of got brought up in this mommy group I'm in. And it was really just light bulbs and light bulbs for me because I feel like I'm probably a pretty strong (laughs) emotional person. And I don't always understand like my anger or like how to respond to my children's big, strong emotions, how to teach them to respond. So, um, yeah, super, super great. And it's been helpful. The voice that's been in my ear, gosh, you know what? It's, I'm not gonna lie. It's been a busy week. I don't think I've really been listening to much this week. Well, just last night at, uh, here's an encouragement that we received at community group last night, True. Jess yeah. and Jake, who are there a couple in the group with us. They, um, they, they, they said some very encouraging things. We don't have to say what they were, but, um, just having those close friendships, people yeah. that kind of know you well. Yeah. Um, I think we encouraged you in a way that was really, we, neither of us anticipated and, and the Holy Spirit just used them. Yeah. Um, that was huge. So what's, so with that, what's stirring in your heart right now? Um, I think just, I feel like God's raising the bar or maybe I'm raising the bar and things are just kind of starting out a little bit busy. I mean, it's all God's work, but trying to balance that and know, and you know, be a good mom. What does that mean? Mm, Being a godly mom, um, living in his grace. So just kind of asking those questions and figuring out kind of day by day and how to love my, my, my kids and obviously love you all. So just, I feel like the bar is being raised and it's good. It's good. Yeah. Nice. I'll go really quick. Uh, you know, I haven't actually had a chance to read much other than the Bible over the last week. Not a bad um, book to read. Yeah, it's not a bad book. Bestseller, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the words of God. That's right. Um, anyway, I've been reading just through Proverbs, um, and that's been really, really good. I mean, I could list a few things that I've learned from there, but um, I, it, I'll just leave it there. It's been very encouraging to my heart just to kind of gr- be grounded once again in wisdom. Um, cause I forget to go back and read it. Uh, as far as the voice that's in my ear, um, you know what? I haven't, I've just been so busy. I've just finished a new project that I've been working on. I haven't been listening to anything. Um, literally I like have to remind myself to turn music on. <laughs> I just get so focused. Um, so I don't have one for that <laughs> other than you. You're the voice in my ear. Part of this 31 day uh, challenge, uh, that we're doing with the fierce husbands group and the fierce wives group. We're going through our books. Part of the, the challenge, one of the challenges was for you to encourage me, I mm-hmm. think. And you wrote a letter. Um, that was very encouraging. So I'll just say that you're the voice in my ear. Nice. Just whispering sweet nothings. <laughs> What's stirring in your heart? <laughs> uh, I don't have one. <laughs> I'm just going to be real. And I've just you been gotta, like I nose like to the grindstone all I, week long. With things that were stirring in your heart. Like I feel like you're just, you're grinding away, but it's all They're things always that were. stirring. Yes. It's, you have a heart that is stirred yeah. a lot in big ways. Yes. It's good stuff. All right. So transparency and tools <clears throat> for it. In your marriage. Yep. <laughs> in your marriage. Uh, we tend to operate in the whole, and you've probably heard us say this before, but lights on, doors and windows open. Um, yes. There's nothing, there's no dark corner or secret drawer or a little closet or anything that yeah. you don't have access to, you don't know about. 
Right. Um, we don't know about. We all we know about everything in each other's lives. That yeah. I mean, I don't know every yeah, single conversation that, you have with people, but but it hasn't always been that way, right? And I think that's why we're so passionate about this. And mm-hmm. it's not like I, I do want to, you know, a lot of couples will find themselves somewhere in the middle road, right? Mm-hmm. Where you're not there's not some big huge thing that you're hiding, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like Miss Doubtfire where you have like two families. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what happens in? The, I can't remember if that's what happens in that no. movie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You're two different people. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway, you're not like two different people, right? You don't have, you know, or you've got some, you know, offshore bank accounts. And uh, usually it's How'd somebody- you find out about that? <laughs> Selena has one, but I know about it. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it's not, it's not something drastic. Usually it's something small. Like you don't yeah. even realize it. So you could have, you know, your internet behavior mm-hmm. is, is you, you don't, you don't even realize it, but you're like sneaking around. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're not looking at porn, but maybe you're spending time looking at, you know, things that you shouldn't or you know kind of internet stalking uh old girlfriends or yeah. uh you know just looking at uh, or coveting or i mean coveting, coveting yeah. things that people have or yeah. experiences people are going on and comparing and kind of letting those seeds take yeah. root yeah and so there's this takes many shapes and forms in your life so uh, we're just trying to speak kind of broadly um and then hopefully from there give you the the ways to kind of move forward in it um so we the premise for all of this is it comes from first John four eighteen, Um, and that's, there's no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. And so the reason why we say that is because a lot of times the thing that keeps us from being transparent is what shame, mm-hmm. fear of, of what fear of being upset, like consequence, fear of conflict, you conflict. Know? Yeah. I don't want to, I can't, I've had guys and it's, it's shocking to me. Um, that this is the the way that they're thinking, but it makes sense in a way. Right. Is I, don't, I can't tell her about my porn addiction because it'll just shatter her. She'll be shattered. And um, well, okay, I get it, but that doesn't. It's not an excuse is, to, yeah. to hide it. Right. It's not an excuse right. to not confess that sin. Right. You maybe need to consider how you go about confessing mm-hmm. it uh, very carefully. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, dealing with sin and and fear of you know, it's like. It's like having a wound, you know, right. and you're trying to bandage it up, but it's, it really needs to be disinfected. It needs to be cleaned. Mm-hmm. And that yep. means exposing it and, and yeah. dealing with it. And it, it might be hurtful at the, at the point, but otherwise you're preventing like a deeper infection right. and deeper pain. And the longer it goes on, it's like the worse it gets. Right. Right. So I guess I have this first question is like, why, you know, why should we fight for transparency? And we haven't right. really talked about this before the show here, but, but why, what's, what, what's the point and why would a couple go to all the, the heartache of dealing with stuff that maybe they would rather just hide? Well, there's been a lot for us. It's equaled a lot of freedom. I mean, it's equated to a lot of, Hmm. um, I'm not worried. I'm not burdened. I'm not constantly questioning you. I'm not constantly thinking, what is Hmm. he, who is he talking to? Where is he spending the money? Um, why is he working long hours? You know, it's, it's really been a point of, I feel like it's been kind of a rock that you hmm. can stand on. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, what do you think? Yeah. Well, absolutely. <laughs> Freedom is huge. And so the truth is always most loving, right? Yeah. So uh, it, it's always where we fall, you know, where we've kind of fallen on our faces is how we communicate that truth. Yeah. And so if we can learn how to be transparent in a way that is um, not forsaking right. love, right? Right. 
truth and love, right. um, a truth in love. And right. I think then there's a lot of freedom on the other side of that. There's a lot of joy. There's a lot of um, there's healing and restoration healing. that yeah. God can do. It's cre- yeah. it's being transparent is being honest with yourself, honest with God, and honest with your spouse. And it's a whole foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, open to for God to work. Yeah, well that's James 5:16, right? Therefore yeah. confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. Uh the prayer of a righteous person has great power and as it is working. Uh that's huge, mm-hmm. right? There's another verse uh, confess your sins um he is faithful and just mm-hmm. to purify your sins and, and unrighteousness. Mm-hmm. Um if we confess our sins he's faithful and just. So, uh to to cleanse us, right? To right. purify us. So yeah. the whole reason so the premise of transparency is that we're not perfect. Right. That's the whole premise. Right. Uh, and then the reason why we move forward is that we're not perfect in that we have things that uh, need to be exposed, rooted out in our hearts, right. whether we know they're there or not. Um, and then we use this, the verse that we started with today, First John four eighteen, that we remember that love drives out fear, that we mm-hmm. don't have to be afraid of shame and rejection because of our sin. That's because of what Jesus did. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, uh, Keeping those ty- kind of like that, those big premises in mind is that you don't have to be perfect. You're not perfect. You're not fooling anyone. Right. Um, and you can rest in the love of Christ and the love that within your covenant. Yeah. To in those moments of imperfection. To yeah. what end? To righteousness. Right. 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 To sanctification, um, freedom, healing, right. all the things that that we've um, talked about before. So absolutely. Yeah. So I definitely think it takes you know some requirements, and we sort of touched on them. You know, if, if, if there's a confession that needs to be made, you know, and you need, there's areas where we need to be transparent, um, you know, how do we walk through that? How do we communicate the hurt or the pain without like attacking each Mm. other? You know, that's going to require some empathy and grace. And I think it might take a few rounds of moments of transparency with each other. Like it Mm -hmm. might telling, you know, showing our yuck, showing our sin is not ideal, but you know, it's when we're weak that God is strong in us. And when we are mm-hmm. able to really um, lean into him and understand and experience his grace and his mercy, that even though I've screwed up, like God still loves me. He's still calling me. He still died for me. Like he mm-hmm. still has hope and, and joy, takes joy in me. Mm-hmm. And so I think that it's, I think there's a few things you have to just reason with and say, okay, like we're going to sit down and talk about some stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm, I need grace to be in my heart. Um, I'm not going to, I may not okay things, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm not giving permission, but I need to not respond out of emotion. I need to, when I feel, I'm feeling the hot, the hot emotions like heat up. I really need to remember to maybe take a step back to listen. And um, if anything, take some time apart if you need to cool off because you really don't want to respond. I think is the big thing I'm trying to get to out of emotion. Well, um, yeah, and that's and trust goes both ways, right? right. So if you want uh, your spouse to um, to be transparent, with be transparent you, with you, then you they need, need to be. trust that you're going to care for them right. in a way that is loving. That doesn't mean that you're going to have this like flowery reaction, right? No. You might you, you might need to step away. Right. Uh, we've had couples that have talked to us about their times when they've they've like truth has come out, right? And um, how it's just it feels like a bomb went off in their house mm-hmm. and in their lives and. They, you know, they're months down the line. They've been, they've dealt with it. It was hard. Mm-hmm. Very few, you know, first few days, weeks were very hard. Uh, they've worked through it, gotten, you know, biblical counseling. Mm-hmm. And now they're on the other side of it and they're saying, we're closer than we've ever been. Right. Our relationship is healthier than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. It's like a surgery, right? A right. good surgeon 
has to make an incision. Mm -hmm. They have to go in and and cut out that bad tissue Mm -hmm. or repair whatever that problem is. And they will, and and Christ is our good surgeon. He's our healer. And so he will go in there and, you know, cut that stuff out, but he'll sew us back up and the healing process will begin. And it just takes time. And um, and he's faithful. Yeah, he's faithful to to make all things new. And he, um, I think, I think that's so important to understand and know and how to be trustworthy, especially for wives. I mean, it, it seems like, you know, when guy, when it comes up with addiction, pornography addictions that, you know, yes, it is shattering. You know, we've talked about this before that it hurts. It hurts as a wife, but being able to say that hurts me, I don't like that. And I'm, I, how can I help you? That needs, you know, how can mm. I, how can we walk through this together? How can yeah. I help this? I know that, you know, you've been great in saying it's not my fault. You know, I'm as a white, you're saying, Selena, it's not your fault. It's me needing to have more self-control or whatever. But at the same time, it's like, how can I, as a wife, like, where are some right. areas that I can help you in this? Right. Um, and even, you know, and we do this with, with everything, not, not just a pornography addiction, but even, you know, getting into how do we practice That's just one this. big just, issue that a lot of guys deal with. Right, right. Um, but it's like, there's times when you've, um, you've kind of just been really sheepish about spending. Exactly. And you just haven't been forthcoming right. and you just kind of hope that I don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> but you, know you do what? notice when I wear the new tennis shoes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I noticed. Yeah. Or yeah. I, I just happen to be, you know, looking through over the bank account and I'm like, what's this $80, you know, expense? Where did this go? <laughs> right. And, uh, and, and it's, and so there's honesty there. Yeah. Um, and to be had and, um, you yeah. know, it's, it's a constant dialogue that always happens right. and it's more of an attitude than it is um, just yeah. one occurrence. Yep. Right? And keeping that, absolutely, I think transparency is yeah. definitely an attitude and an environment and yeah. a culture that you just have to develop with your marriage. And how we've sort of done that yeah. is, you know, you, there has to be true repentance and forgiveness. People have, I have wives asking, well, he's asking me to forgive him, but he just does it again. And it's like, okay, I get that. I get that they're doing it again, but yeah. how frequently, <laughs> you know, like we're, we're sin sinful right and yeah. we, we deal with sin nature yeah. so what well, is how do you define that true repentance in that threshold and um, well we will always be battling our sin nature this side um, of heaven this side sure. of heaven uh, but a repentant heart um is a heart that has that turns from that sin sees it for what it is and it's mm-hmm. death mm-hmm. it is the curse it is you know the law mm-hmm. uh, we are bound by the law and our inability to keep it mm-hmm. and a uh, repentant heart turns to christ and says please help right. me and and your spouse is one of the primary ways that God will Absolutely. sanctify you right. is through that. Cause no one else has more of a interest in your righteousness than your spouse. Absolutely. Um, and you know, you can get all the accountability partners you want um, for whatever issue. Yeah. No one's going to care about you more than your spouse. Right. Um, they're not going to have more skin in the game. So Which to speak. We, we are actually each other's accountability partners. Yes. Well, and I, I have and guys I too. Right? You do. Yes. But, um, but and we... I have guys that I expect to call me on things, not just again, outside of just like the, you know, sexual right. stuff, but like, um, your attitude, just, how you're dealing with things. Yeah. And how I'm how, viewing work, how right. I'm v- taking care of my family Absolutely. or not. Um, and there's guys in my life that will call me on that. They'll call mm-hmm. me to the carpet and say, Hey man, you're, you're going too hard. Like you need to slow down. Yeah. Um, you need to care for your wife. Well, you know, it seems like she's feeling this way or whatever. And then, right. you know, and that only happens through close community. Right. So, um, so just real practically. So how do we actually practice this and mm-hmm. how can others practice um, transparency in their marriage. What are the actual tools? I think the first one, I'm just going to jump in. You said uh, it, we're our own accountability partners. Mm-hmm. And what does that actually mean for us? Just quickly. 
I mean, well, I'll, sorry. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, yeah. So what I mean by that is we, you can ask me anything and I'll never lie. Right. That's, that's what Same. that means. Yes. And I can ask you anything and you'll never lie. Right. And, um, you know, and the, that takes bravery on both sides right. to be willing to say and hear that hard truth, whatever right. it is. But the covenant is what binds us. Right. Right. So we have this underlying understanding and this is huge. And obviously it probably goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. Mm-hmm. Your marriage is a covenant that neither of you are going to leave, mm-hmm. right? It should be. And so if you're afraid that if you say something that your husband or your wife is going to leave you, right, then there's something covenant, covenantally that you're not understanding. Right. Because that's not how covenant works. Right. Right. And if they're afraid that you're going to leave them, then you have not communicated that you understand what covenant means. Right. So stop everything. Understand what covenant is. Right. In that it has bi- it binds us together. It is the arena that we are bound to. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can do lots of things within there in terms of arguing, fighting, dealing with issues, you know, being frustrated, dealing with uh, transparency stuff. Right. But we both know, and this is our foundation, we both know that, that I'm not going anywhere, you're not going anywhere. Right. It's just a matter of time until we come to... Right. And it doesn't mean that's a necessary free-for-all for for us to just unload on each other either, Mm because obviously that's sinful as well. Um, Well, you don't want, yeah. Not indulging in, like, sinful behavior because of the covenant. Right, yeah. You don't want to go the other way. Absolutely. And, um... And so just take advantage of it, yeah. You, I think it was you that wrote the phone drop test too, in terms of yeah, yeah. So you did a post, a blog post on that. That's another very practical thing that uh, you know, it's so, more of an attitude than a than an actual test. But like, hey, anytime, Selena, you want to pick up my phone, you know my passcode, right? And you can get in there and look around. Yeah. Um, and do you know how? Like, do do you know how to browse history? Do you know mm-hmm. how to? find out fo- who's following and interactions with mm-hmm. other people or accounts and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, honesty will never like this kind of accountability will never trump true honesty. Right. right? Cause everyone like, I know how to wipe my internet browsing history. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Most, most people do. Right. Um, and, and so there, that there's, if there's no honesty there, there's are, there are ways to hide. Right? right. And you can be very vigilant, but um, that's the whole point of the phone drop test is at any point, whether you realize it's coming or not, right. you should be able to pick up your, your spouse's phone and just go through it. Same with, you know, internet browsing history on like a regular right. um, computer. Right. Which one of our, our rules and boundaries is that we really don't, we don't have any interaction with the opposite sex without mm-hmm. the other one involved or the other one's spouse involved. Yep. Um, so no texting, DMing, PMing without each other's knowledge. DMing, PMing, is that what you said? <laughs> Private messaging. I know. Direct message. Beaming, peaming. <laughs> I know. So like my best friend, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, he, we've known them for oh, 20 years. Yeah. Right? I've known Jeff for like 20 years. And Selena's as well. You've known him longer than me, I think, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, you will you won't text him without copying me on it. Right. Or his wife, text. Elise. Yeah. 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 Unless you're like planning something for like my birthday, which you did last, last right. month or whatever. But Elise was still on that. Yeah. 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 There's just no, no, there shouldn't be, there's no reason for it. There's no reason for it. Even like my friend Carrie, I wanted to send her a secret Christmas gift and I texted her husband, Kyle, and I told Ryan about it. I said, Hey, I'm texting Kyle to ask him about this, yada, yada, yada. And so everybody was aware it was all above board. Yeah. It was not. That's not to say you can't have to be super prudish and you can't be friends with people, but like, I don't have any women friends that, that I'm not already that you're not friends with right. and I don't have any women friends that I'm not really good friends with there's, their husbands. Yeah. There's no question of, um, there's no, there's and I don't no have questions. any single women friends. Right. Like that's, I just, why? Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, unless you work with somebody. Right. And you just, oh, Shannon. All right. So Shannon is a good, she works for us. Yeah. But she's like my best friend. One of my yeah. best friends. And, and, but even then I don't ever go to coffee, have meetings with right, her. Right. I'm just um, very aware. Cause there's, there's yeah. nothing, there's nothing that important that it should jeopardize or qu- bring up questions yeah. about yeah. anything. So. And the reason being is that's all <laughs> you say, well, you're being really prudish or whatever. And I, I call it hypervigilance because right. that's usually where it starts. Totally. And, um, Come on, just look at the data. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we have people, I constantly, you know, Fierce Wise, Fierce Marriage emails, you know, my husband's had an emotional affair. My my husband is, right. and I'm not just blaming husbands, I'm just talking from a wife perspective, but, yeah. you know, they, they said they love this person they met online, and now they're telling me they want to leave me and divorce me. I mean, friends, it starts here. Yeah. It starts here, and we need to be called to vigilance and transparency because mm-hmm. there is freedom that is way better and way deeper than yeah. anything that we could kind of conjure up on the internet. So yeah. just remembering boundaries are for protection and, um, you and know, for and the, your freedom and for, for your, your freedom. Yep. Yeah. So, um, another, another boundary, um, would be spending. Yeah. We don't have any secret spending. There's kind of a threshold that we a discussed amount of, okay, when I get to this point, what do we talk about? Unless it's like it's $20,000. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's like what? A hundred dollars, right? Uh, something like that. Maybe. It's yeah. Probably anything lower. above that. It was, as our as our our means increased, our threshold I think increased it a bit. It went from sixty dollars to seventy five. <laughs> <laughs> this jokester over here. Anyways, so yeah. No, yeah, but you won't. But like we just bought plates, right? Yeah. And like of course that's a kind of we have to make that decision together because we both <laughs> have to live with it. Apparently. <laughs> but like you weren't going to just go buy and these are cheap plates, but you weren't going to buy like a hundred dollars worth of plates without talking to me first. Right. Um, partly that's because of the nature of the decision, but right. you wouldn't do that on in general. Right. I did buy a, a milk frother without asking. <laughs> thirty dollars. That was thirty bucks. So I'm, I'm within the threshold. Goodness. <laughs> yeah, and again, it's not about being prudish. It's about being in agreement. Yeah. Right. Yep. It's about. Uh, we want to protect our marriage. We want to, yeah. you know, close off those those holes in any of the boundaries for anything to get in. We want to, you know, honor God with how we're loving each other and how we're watching out for each other and how we're. You know, our marriage is a ministry as well, you know, to yeah. our kids, to our community, to our friends. And it's not like, oh, look at us, we're doing ministry. It's like, no, this is how we're living. You can come and sit in our couch, in our rooms, and watch us live our lives. And we want you to, like, yeah. be able to see Jesus in it. Yeah. Yeah, that's very good. So I, I do want to make sure that we're making we're making it clear the core of this issue. Like, we're talking about a lot of behavioral things, right? Mm-hmm. But the the underlying reason and the belief for transparency once again is our sanctification. Um, it is uh, building a culture of trust, right? Mm-hmm. If there's if there's like hiding and spending, hiding and anything else, that's symptomatic of a much larger problem mm-hmm. that you are lacking trust in your marriage. You either don't trust your spouse, or they don't trust you, or you're not trusting God, or um, and so. Transparency is just kind of like one of those like it's like taking your temperature, right? Mm-hmm. If you're if you're running a fever, it means there's something wrong. Right. And an so if you're not being transparent, there's something wrong. Right. Um, in your that's much deeper, and you need it's time to go in to the doctor, mm-hmm. so to speak. Carry that mm-hmm. analogy through. <laughs> it's time to go in and get some surgery. Um. So yeah. So uh. W- so let's talk about the repentance process just very quickly. If somebody's sitting in their car or listening to this and they're thinking, "Oh man, I need to." It's time I need to just fess up on yeah. something. How does that process actually need, like, what's a healthy way to approach that process? Well, phones down. I think, first of all, like nothing in your hand, no distractions, um, yeah. setting up that time to talk. And Which you just think say, it would go without saying, but it, unfortunately it doesn't. No, because, yeah, it was, yeah, 
Absolutely. I think, you know, no distractions, sitting face to face, talking, you know, no kids, no other people in the, in the room, just right. you, your spouse and God and saying, I've got some things that I want to confess to you. And I feel like yeah. I need to confess to God and, you know, I'm having a hard time explaining but not like excusing what, what you're about to say. Yeah. One, um, one thing that I've, I, I think that works really well for us is I will actually like make an appointment with you. Right. And it's not like a calendar thing, but I'll just say, Hey, can we talk tonight? Right. I, I just, I want to run some stuff by you. Right. And you, you having kinda, that pre. Yeah. And you're, you're perked up, right? Yeah. You're like, Oh, he's going to, what is it? Yeah. You know, is it, and well, I can give her like a hint. Right? Yeah. It like, helps keeping your heart soft, I think too, and not getting right. worked up and just remembering where you're anchored who your faith is in, like who God is and that you're, you know, he's going to walk us through this. Yeah. Depending on the nature of the, of the transgression, um, that needs to be repented of, um, it's going to determine how you go about doing that. Mm -hmm. So, um, God forbid, um, if there's a, if there's an affair that you need to confess, um, then you're going to need to really pray about how to go about doing that. I think you might even need to bring in some sort of pastoral care first um, to help you navigate that process. Um, But certainly, certainly do not wait any longer um, because there's a lot at stake. Um, We always say fight, fight like your fight for your marriage. Like your life depends on it because it does (laughs) in a lot of ways. Um, And certainly um, that's the case with transparency. So yeah. Anything else? I think that's yeah. So let's let's do this because I I think I want to bring this even a little bit further home. So, what are some examples of what people typically? Because we've just talked obviously the big ones like transparency about pornography or anything like that or lust. That's always a big one. Um, other relationships. That's a big one. If there's any sort of like emotional affairs that are budding or other any type of extramarital affair. Um, I think like even some smaller ones are just confessing like. Hey, I worry about this area a lot or this, like mm. this stresses me out a lot. Like this wow, consumes yeah. my thoughts 90% of the day. Confessing some, maybe some idols and some sin. Like what am I, what is, what's keeping my attention? What's keeping my heart? And why is it, is this right or wrong? Like kind of. Right. So it's almost like you're opening up the way it's like it, transparency is just that it's seeing through yeah. someone. Yeah. Right. And sometimes we forget about that because we caught up on the big ones, but yeah, like I would come to you and say, I am so irritated right now because right. of this idol in my life that I am coveting something that is not mine. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's a certain, you know, metric or, you know, some sort of business thing that mm-hmm. is not happening the way I think it should. Right. Um, and how many times has that been so healing to me? Right. Just to come to you and say, this is why I've been such a jerk because right. the underlying, I haven't figured it out, but this is why right. I feel so un, un, um, uneasy right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, and con- so- yeah, confessing your sins to one another, like our verse says, and praying for one another. I think that's huge. Um, coming to the point where we can pray for one another mm-hmm. and pray with each other. Or like a relationship could be also going awry that mm-hmm. a friendship or a family yeah. relationship could be really stressing, stressing us out. Right. Um, some sort of family dynamic. Right. Um, just honest, honestly and um, correctly articulating what those issues are. Right. Hey, I feel this has got me really frustrated because right. I feel like, I feel like your mom always does this. or I feel like your dad <laughs> Or my parents are driving me nuts because of this, right. my brother, whatever. And um, just, I think, being very transparent about those problems as well. Right. And it just really comes down to healthy communication, right? Right. And self-awareness. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So for our couple's challenge, we've probably given a lot. <laughs> yeah. 
it's all um, a challenge. Yes, it all is a challenge. Um, we're calling this a transparency audit. So kind of going through a few of these questions. Um, can you honestly say, like, do we have a transparent marriage? So what, sit down what, and have this conversation with, with your, your spouse. spouse. Yeah, sorry. What would this look like? Yeah. Um, how? Yeah. So how do, do you answer so that? Do we have a transparent marriage? Yeah. Uh, do you or I do anything we don't know about? Um, and what what could those be in your life? Right. Um, another audit point would be, do we have access to each other's phones? Mm-hmm. Do I know your passcode? Do you know mine? Do you have access to my email accounts, right. my social media stuff? Right. If you don't have access to that stuff, I'd say uh, get it. Yeah. Um, and again, it's not about keeping tabs. It's about having nothing to hide. Right. Right. That's a huge thing because people will hear us say this and they'll be like, what about my own privacy? It's like, what about it? Right. <laughs> There's, not, right. There's what, nothing that private that you should keep from your spouse yeah, yeah. that is that important. I can't think of anything. That drives against the whole spirit of marriage. Yeah, Beca- and the covenant. Two becoming one. Yes. Covenant, like yes. sharing Absolutely. one flesh. Everything that it embodies is all yep. about like, you don't have privacy from your spouse. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, nor should you want it. Right. Um, anyway. Uh, and then the final thing is, can you see my browsing history? Do you know how to check it? Right. Um, and, and, and being honest in that. <laughs> yeah, and being really honest and just yeah. showing, making sure that you both know kind of how to get into those deep, dark corners and, and, and check up on each other in a way that's building trust. So, right. okay, so hopefully you guys find that helpful. Um, again, that's been very helpful for us and re- revolutionary for our marriage. Yeah, um, send and us some freeing. questions if you need more right. clarification. We definitely, this has yeah. been a huge p- place of power for our marriage, yeah. I feel like, and I don't say that a lot. I don't like the word power. Sounds mystic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I really feel like it's yeah. given us a lot of freedom and enabled us to yeah, um, be, be proactive with each other and love yeah. each other well. All right. So coming right up, we have our fierce fact. I'm going to ask Selena some questions. Um, so you ready for that? And then uh, we have a, a, a question and answer time, just a quick question from one of our listeners. Um, and that should be uh, informative as well. So anyway, stay tuned. That's coming right up. All right, guys, we have a very fun thing to announce that we've never had before. <laughs> I'm very articulate. Uh, we created a free ebook, and it's uh, it's called Five Habits of a Healthy Marriage. And basically, it's just a quick read, and it's very practical things. One of the habits of a healthy marriage that we've discovered is a healthy couple prays out loud for each other with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the little, and we talk about, you know, how that could look, or we talk about, you know, talking about things intentionally, having deep conversations is, is a habit of a healthy marriage. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's five of those things. We hope, uh, we think you'll find it helpful. It's actually based on one of our most popular blog posts and we've just kind of filled it out and designed it. And, um, it's really, really, Expanded I think it's, on it a bit. I like how it turned out. Yeah. So anyway, if you want that, it's yours to have. It's free. Where do you uh, you get just it? download it. Just go to fivehabits.us. Ooh. That's fivehabits.us. And um, that will give you, there's a link there to download it. Awesome. So anyway, Ooh. Selena, are you ready for your fierce fact? Always. Okay. <laughs> I have, I don't Not know. really, but okay. I'm on the fence about what to ask you. Ah. Uh, but I'm going to make this quick. If you, what's your, what, what animal is your favorite animal and what's your most feared animal? My favorite animal is a horse. Duh. <laughs> what kind of horse? I don't know. I like all the horses. Donkey. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have a, like a big pla- ones place like... in my heart for thoroughbreds. Thoroughbreds. They're, okay. They're sweet and I've had a few and they're crazy. Some of them. 
and yeah. Arabians. You like those thoroughbreds off the track. and Arabians. You like those off the track thoroughbreds. The OTTBs. OTTBs. You know. I did in my younger years. <laughs> now yeah. I bet I can handle one. It's been a while. <laughs> I think you're a little bit more. You're a little bit more salty than you were Thank back then. Thank you. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> okay, um, uh, feared probably snakes. I don't like snakes. Snakes. Yes, they're weird. I know that God created them for a purpose, and He has. They have value, but. Man, the way they move. They're spawn of Satan, let's just be honest. They make me cringe. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So. I could have guessed that. Yeah. That's all right. Maybe some people don't know that. (laughs) Not everybody knows what you know about me, right? That's right. That's right. So a quick Q&A we got, um, which applies to this topic today. Is it okay for a married man to remain friends with an ex um, whom he he was sexually involved with? Is it okay to text, talk to, and be friends on Facebook with? Well, based on our whole conversation over the last 25 minutes, I'd say no. Yeah, I would say that would be a very hard thing. And if you're wondering why, just listen to the last 25 <laughs> minutes again. <laughs> no, I think people have this question, Yeah, though. no, you're right. A, a uh, married you, man, you think, I... Oh, what's, it's harmless. It's, she's a friend of mine. Uh, yeah, Why can't we just talk? The whole sex aspect is a very involved thing. And so if you've been sexually inv- involved, I feel like that has intertwined you in a deep, deep way. I would not be okay with it if you were... If you had been with another woman and then you wanted to like remain friends with them. Yeah. Call me a prude, but man, I'm just saying those boundaries are there for our protection to flourish and yeah, keep us on track. Yeah. And I just don't see the benefit of it. Yeah. I mean, what you want to retain this relationship just so you can um, have a conversation that you enjoy. Is that what it is? Or, yeah. or have, uh, I mean, what, what? Well, in our space, our time is so limited anyways. Well, what? I feel like that would be that could be an opportunity for another friendship with a guy that knows about Jesus. I don't yeah. know. You I just, know what I mean? Again, I keep I'm on the, on the fly. I'm just thinking, what would compel me or any guy to say, I want to fight for this ex relationship right. that I have. Right. I want to be able to talk to them at, at will. Mm-hmm. What would compel me to do that or compel someone to do that? And it's got to be deep insecurity. Mm-hmm. Right. You're getting some sort of like validation from that relationship. Right. Well, that's that's a deep, deep problem. Right. Um, that validation should be coming from your spouse alone, yeah. right? And that if you need friendships, find other friendships. Yeah. That one, I think, needs to be off limits. Right. So, uh, so I think that's you, for your health. I think it's for the health of your marriage yeah. or for the health of your spouse. And because you love your spouse, and if they have a problem <laughs> with it, certainly it's no, it's a no-brainer. Right. And if you have an- a good answer for this question, which I would actually be curious to hear, but I'm just kidding. I probably shouldn't open that up. <laughs> but if you want to ask a different question or you have questions for us, um, you can call us or text us at 971-333-1120. Um, or you can go to fiercemarriage.com slash ask, A-S-K, and submit questions that way. Yep, that's it. <laughs> As a reminder, thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this show, um, we would really appreciate it if you would subscribe rate us and review us on iTunes or your podcasting app of choice. Mm -hmm. And if you've um, had a really great experience and you want to share it, (laughs) we would love that as well. Um, Because we're just trying to get the word out. Um, We don't know everything, but we promise to share what we do know um, transparently and honestly and um, hopefully humbly. Um, We're not perfect and we we don't know everything, but we will share transparently and we'll continue doing this. So as and another reminder, if you are interested in that free ebook, um, we would love for you to have it. We made it just for you. Mm -hmm. Go to fivehabits.us. And again, it's five habits of a healthy marriage. Um, That is yours to have. So um, other than that, next week we have our live Q&A. We're actually recording it live. It's recorded live on Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. And um, we're just going to pipe it in through the old podcast pipes. 
podcast pipes. It's good. <laughs> and uh, hopefully you find that beneficial as well. Awesome. Uh, you can find us on all the big socials, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Not so much YouTube, but hey, we're there. We have a few videos up. <laughs> and we'll start that sometime in the near future, maybe. Those are interesting. Those are pre-kid videos, aren't they? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few older ones, though. That's funny. There's a few older ones. you want ones. to peek into our lives about couple years ago (laughs) check out those youtubes we're getting more on the live feed now people (laughs) we're getting on that train i think that's everything i think there's episodes in the can what do you say in the can okay you guys well thank you again for joining us we will see you in about seven days stay fierce